This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. This is Talk Radio Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Uh, yeah, back from the holes, back from uh, my people's my social media has basically been full of me playing with an octopus. It's uh, not a euphemism. It's actually real. Uh, but uh, I'm delighted to be back in the land of you know human beings and uh, people with just uh, two arms and two legs. And um, uh, thank you very much. Uh, very grateful to James Max and Kevin Robinson for keeping the hot seat warm between the two of them. Well, lots to talk about today. Obviously, um, the Taliban seizing control of Kabul, the final city to fall in Afghanistan. It took them just nine days from the first city to fall after it was uh, given a notice that, well, no question at all, the US and the UK troops were going to abandon the country. Uh, extraordinary situation where we saw absolute abject chaos at the airports, the American uh, military having to take control of the airport at Kabul as uh, thousands attempted to flee. Uh, we saw the American ambassador take the US flag down and uh, flee. Uh, people being evacuated from the roof of the American embassy. Echoes of Saigon uh, back uh, in Vietnam days, of course. Exactly what the American Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, said. There were no parallels. That wasn't what was happening. Well, it certainly did appear to look like that. Um, we saw the uh, Taliban fighters walking into Kabul, literally walking in unopposed. Uh, absolute chaos uh, now ensuing for the people trying to find safety. What is going to happen? Well, we do know the Commons is going to be recalled on Wednesday. To do what exactly, you might ask? Uh, this, of course, uh, 20 years uh, on from those uh, terror attacks at 9 11. Well, let's talk about all of this with lots of top guests throughout the day. Uh, joining me uh, for all the conversation on that and many other topics as well is the journalist and broadcaster Afia Adam, who joins us now. Good morning to you, Afia. Good morning. I uh, wish we could talk to you on a, on a happier day, on a happier occasion. Um, I think an awful lot of people frankly despairing at the, the the chaos and the horrors ahead for the people of Afghanistan. Um, they had to endure not just the Taliban overtaking their country uh, many years ago. Uh, they had to deal with Russians for 10 years. Uh, Taliban forces harboring Al Qaeda uh, the night after the 9/11 attacks, the invasion of Afghanistan uh, for the last 20 years, uh, uh, having a U.S. and British and other military there, uh, and now the Taliban once again. I mean, fearful for everyone in Afghanistan, but not least the women and the girls who will pretty much, as of today, have no rights whatsoever. 
Yes, and we've already seen um, in Kabul the literal whitewashing of pictures of women outside things like beauty salons or in adverts. They've literally been painted over with white paint already. And, you know, the Taliban have said yesterday in a statement that they will protect the status quo, that they will protect the rights of women and girls as long as they wear the hijab, if they do this, if they do that. You know, women's rights should not be um, sanctioned by what they wear or do not wear. And it seems like 20 years of work that has been done to give women equal footing in Afghanistan has been completely undone. And this is a huge diplomatic failure for both the United States and for the United Kingdom. And this started really with Barack Obama when he said he was going to withdraw troops from Afghanistan and continued with President Trump when he said that uh, he wanted to end the forever wars, as he called it. And now with Joe Biden, who put in this arbitrary date of 9-11 to withdraw all the troops. And, you know, it seems that the U.S. forces didn't train the Afghan forces enough or train them all in all this high tech equipment, gave them all this great training and took all the equipment away, gave them a rusty gun and said, go on, do what you have to do and defend oh. yourself against the Taliban. Well, no, it's I mean, not going to work. They, they, they did. They spent they spent billions training the, the Afghan forces. We were told um, uh, but Joe Biden he, that they had 300,000 fighters, well-trained, awful lot of equipment, one of the best equipped uh, security forces uh, in the world, you know, outside of you know, the Western uh, the powerhouses. Um, turns out about 200,000 of those really actually proper fighters. They've got an Air Force, they've got all of that. It's it's a willingness. And let's, let's face it, we're in a situation where everyone knows the ruthlessness of the Taliban and if the Americans and the British and the French and others are no longer going to be there to back them up, um, you know, they're probably making the right decision. We can sit there and say, well, be you know easy to fight back but as we've seen in city after city in town after town at the Taliban over the recent weeks they have simply walked in and taken control there's barely been any fighting um which is I think the, the extraordinary thing now um back on July the 8th there's extraordinary video doing the rounds of uh, Joe Biden the American president who by the way has not been seen outside of Camp David just one picture of him we've seen since the events in the last few days uh but uh, in, in, in a press conference where he was asked about you know abandoning Afghanistan and and, uh, and and how this, the Taliban were going to take over, and he was very clear. No, 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 it was highly unlikely. It was, it was no, He said it was not inevitable that the Taliban would take over. Um, the predictions from the security intelligence officials in America had been it would take uh, maybe you know uh, six months, then three months, and then a month. Uh, it, as it was, it was it was a matter of days uh, before this happened. Um, in terms of where we are right now, we've got. I mean, I've seen various different figures between 3,000 and 6,000 Brits, but I think closer to 3,000 who are still in Afghanistan, largely in Kabul. Anybody who was any sense had made their way to Kabul thinking that Kabul would still remain safe. We saw the... Um, the Afghan uh, president uh, depart. We saw the Taliban actually you know, picturing themselves in the, the presidential palace. We've seen a new uh, president uh, being announced. Of course, the, the, the Taliban leader, that's is Mullah Abdul Ghani Barada, declared as the new Afghan president. Um, we have got I mean, the American ambassadors gone. British ambassadors staying to try and ensure we get some more Brits and those Afghans who've helped British forces over the last 20 years uh, to get them out of the country. But otherwise, we are talking about, you know, abject chaos in that country. The Taliban basically, you know, almost without bloodshed in this occasion, taking taking uh, uh, control of this country. Is this a 
a huge international diplomatic failure? Is this a is this up there with, you know, with Vietnam for America? Is this a failure of British diplomacy, given that the Americans pretty much just did this unilaterally and we had to go along with it? Where is where is the big failure here? I think this is a failure of US and UK diplomacy, more certainly. Like I said, you know, you had the US who were um, very quick, perhaps too quick, to withdraw from Afghanistan. And yes, the, the UK sort of had to go along with it. Um, but frankly, more could have been done to make sure that uh, the Afghan forces, and there's around 300,000 uh, Afghan troops and 75,000 Taliban troops. So you would have thought that the Afghan troops would be able to hold the Taliban. But of course, we underestimated the Taliban massively. You know, over the past 20 years, while they've been sitting down in meetings in Qatar and while we've been freeing their prisoners, they've obviously been training up their troops and had a plan ready so that when it came to the point where uh, British and, and US soldiers were going to leave, they knew what they were going to do and they were far more organized than we gave them credit for. So yes, this is a huge failure on the part of the US and the UK in diplomacy, but also in readying a country for battle. And you cannot rip the spine out of a country and not expect it to collapse. That is exactly what's happened. And it's been a waste of 20 years. It's been a waste well, of lives of troops who have gone in there and died for a cause. So and just that, that's the thing. I and mean, we, we've seen a lot of deaths. I mean, hundreds of thousands of Afghanistan deaths, obviously, at, at the hands of, of, of the Taliban and the, the ongoing fighting that, that went on. We saw the deaths of 457 British military. Um, I think it's a, a few thousand American military as well. Um, and some Brits, British uh, veterans are saying, look, you know, what, what was the point of what we did? Now, the original point, and this is something the American Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, has said, the, that the purpose of that war in Afghanistan was originally, you know, it was post 9-11. Uh, the terror attacks were mounted by uh, al-Qaeda. They'd be, they were harboured by the Taliban, given safe, uh, safe haven by the Taliban. The Taliban were given plenty of opportunities, you know, give them up. Um, no longer allow them safe safe harbor, and um, and and we won't attack. Um, there was a you know we're not talking about you know Iraq and a coalition of the willing. We are talking about almost you know unanimous uh, action from the from the Western countries to go into Afghanistan. Um, and and personally, I, I thought that was the right action to do. The question is is whether they should have gone in to get Al Qaeda, Bin Laden, who took quite some years to get in the end. But whether or not they should have just gone right, you know, we we've we've ousted you from power the rest of it's not our problem we now walk away uh, then it became nation building women's rights uh, uh, you know other issues uh, can the americans say feasibly look the, the original job that we aim to do we did um and and taliban have said that again as much as we believe anything the taliban have said um taliban have said they're not going to be you know harboring terrorists again um i think one should believe that when one sees it but is there any is there any semblance of truth, any grain of truth in what Anthony Blinken had to say? I don't think so. I mean, you know, yes, the point was um, to get the um, to to go in and get the Taliban, Bin Laden. That was the whole point post nine eleven of going into Afghanistan. We get that, and like you so rightly said, it did become about nation building. It did become about women's rights. But I think, yes, we can't be at war forever. You know, you yeah. couldn't stay in Afghanistan indefinitely. That much is true. But more should have been done to make sure the country was at a point where it could, quote unquote, look after itself, where, the, where a nation had been built, where it was strong enough 
to withstand what has happened now, which is the Taliban taking over the country. And I think we withdrew, the US and the UK withdrew at a time before Afghanistan was ready to do that. You know, we gave the Afghan troops all this military training, billions of dollars worth, but it wasn't enough to hold back the Taliban who took back the country in less than a month. So obviously we didn't do enough when we were there. And when it comes to believing what the Taliban have said, you know, over the past 24 hours, they put out statements that said, you know, we are not going to change women's rights in the country as long as they do this, as long as we do that. We obviously have to take that with a pinch of salt, because like I've also said, they were sitting down in meetings and having peace talks, but also bolstering their own army. So the Taliban have, have, have proven to us, they've showed us who they are. They cannot be trusted. They have taken over this country for whatever reason, and they are going to, you know, bring in quite strict Sharia law. I think we can be quite yes. uh, confident I mean, that that's what's indeed, going to happen. Indeed, I mean, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? When it was it was Donald Trump that actually did the so-called peace deal with the Taliban last year, and it talks had started uh, before then. Um, and and the idea was, you know, that you know, this you know this this would be the future, and and that they would not, uh, you know, seek this sort of control. Of course, what a surprise! What a surprise! This has happened, as you say. Can we trust anything they say about protecting women's rights? We know already that that uh, in the cities that have been taken by the by the Taliban in in the last few days, that uh, you know householders and the fathers of a household will be told, you know, list the women and girls in your homes, the ones who are unmarried, uh, and they're going to be married off to to uh, the uh, the Taliban fighters. Now, we know being married, we're not talking about married off, we're talking about women being forcibly raped by complete strangers. I mean, let's call girls, it what it girls, is. Girls it's not being married. Years old. Yes, no, girls of 12 years old being taken from their families, yeah. like you so rightly said, to be given to Taliban fighters. Yeah. It's, it is it is absolutely it's, it's extraordinary. It, it really, really is. Um, I mean, it's one, one final point on this. It's interesting. Our, the UK ambassador, Sir Laurie Bristow, he's remained uh, in the country to, uh, to help Britons and Afghans evacuate. There's going to be lots of issues in terms of the huge number of Afghans who helped us, the translators, uh, the others who have helped us, who will be big targets for the Taliban. So we're going to be talking about that throughout the show as well. Up next, we're going to look at the front pages. Obviously, Afghanistan uh, on pretty much all of those front pages. Also talking about uh, the uh, new... Uh, attempts to uh, stop uh, another killing, as we saw the the Plymouth killer, Jake Davison, with social media vetting to be required before we can get a gun licence. That's up next. This is Talk Radio. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.